1: Hello and welcome to the Friday Special, a podcast by Guitar Nerds. Now in this series, in each episode, I'll have a new guest from the world of guitars, amplification and effects pedals. We'll have brands and producers, musicians and everything in between. I'm your host, Joe Branton, joined by our special guest, Dan Presenza of More Guitars. Hello, Dan, and uh, welcome to the show. Hello,
0: Joe. Thank you very much for having me. It's a real, real pleasure and privilege to be here. Wonderful!
1: How lovely of you to say, but yes, thank you very much for joining us. Now, uh, dear listener, if you're if you're not familiar with um, more Guitars, it's M O A R. They're a Danish, Copenhagen-based custom shop making some classically inspired but truly unique, beautifully constructed instruments. Um, in fact, thank you they're very much they're unique. Yeah, you know, not not at all, not at all. Thanks, but it's man. your uh, it's your unique look especially in the case of uh, your hollow body that I think has struck mm. a chord with the internet. And so even <laughs> if you're not familiar with more instruments, you've probably seen one, dear listener, somewhere uh, on the internet, uh, such as the kind of the originality of Dan's work. Um, you, but yeah. despite being a Copenhagen custom shop, you, you're actually from, from London.
0: Yes, indeed. I'm a Londoner. Um, I uh, Yes, I was kind of born and raised in London and I moved to Copenhagen uh, I think eight years ago it's gone so fast but I think eight years ago kind of basically by accident I planned on being here just for a few months and then uh, you know life happened and uh, I was working as a guitarist I my background is is that as a professional guitarist and um, I just got work in Copenhagen and uh, and then I just stayed <laughs> it's really nice here you should come here too <laughs> oh it's 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 absolutely it's lovely, lovely.
1: My, my my girlfriend works in in copenhagen and, and malmo with uh, oh, awesome with, uh, for, for a, a software company so she twos and oh, very between cool. here and those two places but yes it's one of our favorite places to go as well it's constantly somewhere that we're talking about doing the the move to one of the two copenhagen or malmo i'm a big i'm a big village fan i like living in small villages so malmo mm-hmm. just had it for me but she's very much in the sort of uh, the copenhagen camp
0: well as a london i mean copenhagen feels a bit like a village uh it's it's it's, it's really quite small but it's uh but no I, I love it here and there's a really really healthy uh kind of music scene here and um oh there's an there's, incredible music scene it's, it's, there it's, it's there's such a vibrant and... like blues scene there Exactly, actually, that's totally true. Around the uh, Mojo Blues Bar is uh, it's great, and there's like you know live music every night to a really high standard, and it's uh, it's really cool. I I love it here. I really love it, and uh, you know I now have a, you know I'm engaged, and I have a, I have a child here, and uh, I I don't plan on moving back to, to the UK anytime soon. No, unfortunately. no, right. but uh, no, it's lovely. Yes.
1: Ah, but, wonderful. Yeah. So you so you moved over there, and you were so you were a session guitarist at at, at the time when you moved over there.
0: Well, I was kind of a. Um, I, about 90% of my income came from teaching privately. Uh, I started teaching when I was 16. And uh, I took a few years uh, in my early 20s to work actually as a bicycle mechanic. But um, primarily, yeah, I was a, I was a guitarist, um, uh, teaching and then having gigs in the evening. But gigs don't pay particularly well often. So, right. my, my, my I mean, the, the truth is, is that really I was a private guitar teacher that gigged as a hobby um see, and uh, that's that's kind of where like the the idea for for my guitars came from in that i i couldn't really find exactly what i wanted from anywhere and, well i'm not uh, surprised with uh... the little sort of guitars <laughs> that you've made <laughs> well yeah i mean we uh we cycle a lot here and um you know i would often you know my days would be something like waking up in the morning and having a rehearsal most mornings with with uh, whatever band I was playing with at the time and then teaching most days from kind of one until six, seven in the evening and then gigging at night, you know, uh, and that was four or five days a week. And uh, so my guitar was always on my back and it also had to be very versatile. Um, and, you know, teaching, I'd be playing electric, but it would be, you know, un- unamplified. Mm. And so my guitars had to be kind of light, comfortable, inspiring to play acoustically, kind of easy to play. Uh, they had to work. And uh, and I just couldn't quite. I mean, especially in my budget, I couldn't quite find anything that that did all that. Um, I was playing a telly at the time, and uh, not you know, the after, lightest thing. To get yeah, not hand. not the lightest thing. Also, not. I mean, I I really love tellys. are I mean, mm. they are. I mean, Fender was was an absolute genius. Uh, uh, Leo got he got got everything right, and also in terms of like production, he was just. I'm gonna go off on a tangent there, but yeah, <laughs> tellies, they're, they're not that light um, and also not that comfortable. I mean, if playing for that many hours, I had like a almost this, you know the red line on my arm tattooed from my arm <laughs> yeah, being on the, sure. the upper, you know. And uh, so basically, you know, more guitars started off with me uh, butchering a telly. <laughs> and, uh, right. uh, yeah, and then, you know, changing pickups and changing uh, the circuits because I wanted a different sound. And then, you know, a, a friend of mine, Asked me to do the same thing to his guitar and then someone saw his band play live and said hey who did your guitar and then very very quickly um i had quite a lot of kind of guitar tech work which is you know not at all my background i'm not a, not a trained carpenter or, or so you were doing that
1: just from from working out how to just, do the woodwork just initially. from making
0: a ton of mistakes right. and making basically every mistake i would say possible and uh slowly getting kind of getting somewhere i've always had quite a mechanical mind uh like as as a kid i was very into making things and i mean i've i've, I've played with wood quite a lot and also uh if, if, a few years i took um kind of a break from music to uh, actually yeah to work as a bike mechanic and uh so i'm kind of good with my hands and i'm i'm good with tools and uh but yeah just from from studying and um reading a lot I mean also there's it's such a specific skill guitar building i mean it's not i mean of course it, it is woodwork but it's also you know understanding. it's a very it could, narrow area it's, exactly there, I, I mean I, I mean i i can build a guitar but if you ask me to build a door i i would have a hard time <laughs> 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 or like, a, or like a chair that doesn't rock from side to side i would have a hard time but it's uh but you know i mean uh i mean i i would say that the the majority of time or I think that woodwork actually doesn't take the majority of my time when I'm guitar building. I'd say, you know, uh, fretwork, actually. I mean, I, I always use stainless steel frets, so maybe that's why I spend so much time doing fretwork. But, uh, yeah, metalwork, uh, working with electronics, uh, studying acoustics, thinking about resonance. I mean, there's there's so many other things apart from woodwork, but, of course, woodwork's also a big part of it. Um, so, yeah, so I, do, do I am, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, did on. you did you then uh move into like taking Luthery courses or did you not at all you... i i've always been also with the good i mean I, I i did take many guitar classes but i uh i i, I am basically self-taught uh as a, right. as a guitar builder i um uh i've been self-employed you know for for basically all of my life um give or take a few years so i kind of the i was able to make my schedule uh you know my gigging and teaching schedule around kind of making mistakes in the workshop. Um, I see as you I, slowly
1: sort of expanded the guitar making to take up more of that yeah, time. Yeah,
0: exactly. Guess. And, you know, uh, so I, I just kind of, I, I, I knew I really enjoyed, uh, working on guitars and, um, I've always been very geeky about guitars, um, and quite obsessive about guitars. Um, And it was fun. I really, really enjoyed it. So I uh, and people kind of asking me, I don't know, like take the finish off of their neck or maybe a guy had like a very hard V-neck carve on his neck and I would, um, you know, sand it down a little bit. And I kind of realized that it's not, you know, this isn't rocket science. Quite literally, I would just uh, try it out. And uh, I made a guitar and uh, as I had been a musician, uh, I kind of knew how to promote something because I've been promoting my own band and promoting gigs and I thought uh, I'm going to try to to do this. I'm going to see if I can kind of see if anything happens here, but kind of put something out into ether and see if anybody reacts back. So I had this idea of a uh, of, of you know right. I, I made a guitar by myself. Uh-huh. Uh, I made it totally and it kind of done the rounds. Uh, you know, from uh, local uh, guitarists and everyone seemed to think it was, and, great. was it and, different to the existing shapes that you now have. Or is it? Is, is uh, it is it, it like was actually. Prototype? I mean, it was a bit like a prototype. It was. It was, uh, I was really disappointed, actually, in it. So in a way, it was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was um, yeah, it was a hollow. Um, my first like full build that really, I, I can say, is like the start, very, very start of the company. And actually the guitar that really kind of started me getting getting orders uh, from kind of around the world was this, uh, well, they're now called Mortys, but it's a hollow uh, kind of T-style guitar uh, made in a unique way. I make my guitars in in a very unique way uh and uh yeah it was basically just that and i posted onto instagram under the name you know more guitars just uh and it got a lot of traction i mean i had already had yeah. the the instagram profile going for a little while posting about uh you know repairs and, and customizations and stuff and and uh which actually i've i've gotten rid of all that from the instagram because i don't do repairs anymore um but uh yeah, uh, somebody uh, basically wrote me saying, hey, can I have a guitar like this, but with different wood? And then <laughs> since then, I've had commissions. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it really just grew from, uh, you know, I can say I've been learning on the job, and every guitar I've built has been, you know, a little bit better than the last. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm up to my, I'm in my, uh, I think I'm on 50, 56 builds now, 54. 55 wow. somewhere around there i actually don't don't keep count i don't i don't do serial numbers on my guitars um but yeah i'm just kind of keep on keeping
1: on you know yeah yeah well, yeah. That, well i mean that's that's a wonderfully organic way for it to grow and of course the the instagram has been very successful for you in as in as far as mm. like um as far as boutique uh guitar builders like you know sort of one one person yeah at luthery shops go you mm-hmm. have a a, a, a very substantial Instagram and I think it's been very key that and the, mm. the short videos that you make and the insights Absolutely. that you have you you definitely feel like you can get more involved with more guitars than mm. than with your average uh, you know, boutique guitar shop, you Absolutely. make it very and it's, accessible for
0: and it. it's, you know, and and customers can get more involved, I mean it's not just a, a feeling, you know, I had a customer in my workshop today who's ordered a Wayfair, you know, a totally custom shape and he uh, he works as a, as a designer and he actually designed designed the F-hole shape for his guitar. And we were... Oh, that's we, awesome. Isn't that cool? And we spent that's a few really hours cool. uh, chatting about, uh, you know, about the exact body lines and whether we were happy with them or not. And uh, and so it's uh, it's true. You know, I do... Uh, every guitar is unique. I don't have a template for... for actually, I have a template for Morty's. But uh, everything else is, is one at a time. Uh, you it. know, the, the slow way. And, uh, yeah, but I think Instagram has been... Um, it has been very good. Uh, my business, I mean, it feels very strange to be, you know, maybe it's, 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 it's the time of the times, but I am basically an, an Instagram guitar shop. And people yeah. write me from around the world. And, uh, you know, I they, they yeah. say, can you make me this? And I say yes, and then... A few months later, they get it. It's really well, uh, you can
1: you can certainly see that. That's the the wonderful thing about how global Instagram it's incredible uh, is, and sort of what mm. what a wonderful community Instagram is as well. You can really see I that because so you yeah. you actually have your uh, you have your waitlist visible on your website. Um, yes, which actually uh, I, which, I should
0: update a little bit. But yes, I do. I have my waiting list on my website, and
1: and and just flicking through that, you can just see it's like. A, uh United States Scotland Indonesia Australia Denmark there's Florida again quite a few yeah. states ones Japan yeah 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 you know and then some Copenhagen some Sweden as well mm-hmm. it seems like there's you know you're you're certainly you know for a uh, a little one man shop in in Copenhagen your guitars are getting all over the world
0: yeah uh i think they there's i don't think there's one in uh i think there's almost one in every continent <laughs> I can say that. Excellent. I think I can say that. Uh, I think uh, there is a really um, there's a hunger for these guitars. I think in South America, and I haven't got one there yet. I see. And I'm a little bit okay. sad about that, um, wow. but uh, it, it will happen. We um, we should yeah. talk.
1: We should talk for list for listeners who aren't familiar with the guitars because we've sort of you know I've addressed the fact that uh-huh. they are unique, but we haven't specified in in what way. So I wonder mm. if you can do. We I want to talk about the models because of course uh-huh. you know there th- there are a few shapes. For me, the Wayfair obviously stands out as being fantastic. But I think and and listener, I appreciate if you're not familiar with this, I'm running away with this a little bit. But things like the the Naked Morty run that you did mm. recently was was just inspired, just a great oh, idea. Thank you so much. But I, let's start with the Wayfair and maybe because you call that an evolved jazz box which I think summarizes I think, it very well yeah but I'd love to hear it explained for the for the listener who's not seen one
0: well I uh I am not in that much control over what I make in that I am you know <laughs> I'm a custom shop and people uh most of my um you know my models started off as a commission and then someone else you know my my portfolio is is basically my my, my past builds and And somebody else will see it and order another one and order another one. And then that's how these things come about. So my Wayfair started off um, as a commission from a guy called Julian. who's a a good friend of the company now, of course. And uh, he basically said, hey, I love this uh, hollow kind of telly you made. Do you think you can make a a 330 inspired guitar in the same sort of way? And uh, I said, I'd love to try. And he said, you know, here's some money and take as long as you like and get back to me when it's done he's he's like the coolest customer and uh <laughs> yeah basically i um i i see guitars as tools and they have to kind of serve their purpose and uh you know th- that purpose can also just be to inspire creativity and that is i also see that as part of its function uh so i i started off with a um i kind of looked for a long time at the 330 and tried to kind of pick holes in it and tried a bunch of really high-end ones. And uh, I found a few things that I didn't really like or didn't quite sit right on the body. And then I also actually brought some, I, I, I tried some 330s on people of different body sizes. And there are a few kind of general things that just the guitar wasn't designed around the player. Um, so I I made like a, like a full-sized um, prototype. And I just took a rasp and I had at it, and uh, until you know there wasn't a line on my arm and my my you know my my chest wasn't kind of flapping over the top of the <laughs> the hollow body, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know and uh, this guitar was a twenty-four fret actually the first one and getting Brilliant. um getting and and with a, 25 and a half inch scale length, so getting That's um fun. getting good upper fret access on uh you know to the twenty-fourth fret. On a long scale length with that type of body didn't quite work either. Um, so I just I kind of I I started off with uh with the with a body shape that was very comfortable. And then uh had this prototype, and then I uh I just kind of made one and uh you know, another one out of mahogany and, and and hollowed it out and uh and I think it came in around uh I think that build was around three kilos, maybe, maybe a little bit less than three kilos um wow (laughs) so that's like i don't know is that seven pounds i'm not i'm not very good with uh with 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 that um so yeah they're also you know i uh my it's important to me that my builds are light um because i it's it's, they have to be comfortable you know and uh sure and also i find that uh, often lightweight builds uh tend to resonate a little bit better uh, at least to my ears uh they kind of they the, the the wood is easy it can be easier for the wood to kind of sing, uh, at least in my experience with hollow body guitars, if the guitar is quite light. Uh-huh. And uh, and then, yeah, like s- small things like, you know, very, very careful hardware choices so that everything is working in harmony with the wood. And uh, um, yeah, it's just, uh, as I say, I'm kind of evolving all the time. And the first one, I, I still, I really love that guitar, but the Wayfarers now have changed quite a lot from then. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of, constantly evolving but it's, it's as uh, you say it's basically a, a an evolved 330 or i mean yeah. i can also do them with a sensor block i've done a few uh, kind of 335 although they, they, they of course look. The
1: same. It, it, it looks like a 330 that's been made in a wind tunnel it's uh, it's <laughs> everything that's, that's
0: a very very good description of it actually yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also i mean um, i yeah yeah it's it's very versatile actually i have a few guys who play kind of you know very hard rock and i um I like to kind of experiment with different thicknesses on the top and the back, so I can kind of, I can kind of control feedback a little bit by uh, by adding more mass in some places and removing it in other places where it's not going to feed so much. And it's really interesting. I mean, I really, uh, I, I spend a lot of time uh, with each player, um, uh, and also I listen to a lot of their music. And each one is made kind of to the player. Uh, yeah, like a, yeah. Know, there's like a... definitely.
1: A, it feels like there's a lot of love that goes into each of these, and you are whilst you're keeping the identity of more guitars. I do feel mm-hmm. like you're making sure you offer everything. Uh, everything is very specific to that mm-hmm. player. I mean, you're very absolutely. good at using your Instagram to promote those players. Sometimes when well, they're the, part when of the, the family, you know,
0: they are they are part of you know uh, they they. Uh, I'm investing in them, you know, uh, and they're yeah of course, they're investing in me as well. And and each guitar, you know, I. I have a lot of commissions now, and uh, on my commission wall, I don't have you know, walnut three thirty two Firebirds. I have Paul's guitar, and then I have John's guitar, and then you know I have Sow's guitar. The rest and, of the Beatles, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not Ringo though. Um, and so yeah, that that's kind of um, the, the 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 person is involved in you know from the from the first Instagram message or first text message or or, or whatever. The person who the guitar is for. They are at the center, and you know, the bo- the guitar is shaped around them, and the pickups are voiced. I mean, I also wind my own pickups. They're voiced for the player, and uh, you know, I, I listen to a lot of their music. And um, for example, I have a a, a guy's ordered a a uh, an Explorer uh, shape. He's actually called it an, ex- an Exmora yes I, I, I and, so uh, this is the first one you've ever done right yeah i have never done one before and i don't quite know why he's come to me but i'm very happy he has <laughs> and uh he is in a uh, kind of an up and coming metal band and uh they've just been signed and they're really really good i don't listen to that much kind of uh you know thrash metal um yeah but they're great and great guitar tones and uh you know he he came to my workshop and i think he tried a few different kind of uh, custom guitar builders but i had really Really listened to his album and uh, using my my pedal board and the guitars I had uh, in stock, I I kind of got the sound um, from his uh, recorded kind of sound and th- I think that type of thing really uh, really helps to create trust with a customer, you know. And um, sure, they are really a uh, yeah they they're they're totally part of it. And uh, yeah, I, I, I communicate even after. I mean, I I spoke about Julian, the guy who ordered the first uh, Wayfair. You know, he's yeah, we're, we're good friends. I mean, I am good friends with, with all my customers, I'd say, actually.
1: Yeah, I th- yeah. I, th- I, I actually think the first time I saw a more guitar was because of um, one that I saw in a picture of a band playing. I can't remember the name of the band. They were Icelandic. Oh. Um, I don't know if that narrows it down for you. This
0: really does. There's a, a woman, um, she's actually from the Faroe Islands, but she's quite big right. in Iceland and she's called Iva. Yeah. and she is um she's incredible she is really really incredible and uh she is on tour all the time uh so she's really good to have as uh, a someone playing one of my guitars and mm. she has extremely good sound so I know that the guitar always sounds really really good but yeah it's she like has a
1: dark wood Wayfair, yes isn't exactly
0: it? she has uh she has a wenge wayfair and it's actually made a bit around a strat configuration although you wouldn't think it to look at it but it's uh, two single coils and a p19 in the bridge um, and one of these freeway, uh, six way switches, if you know them. Uh, yeah. so it has, uh, you know, all the five kind of strat style positions plus, uh, the two outer pickups together. And she's great. She's on tour. Actually, that guitar has, uh, I think it's strung up with 13s. She, she plays yeah! with the... Yeah. Oh, man. that's right up
1: my street. She um, plays um, with 13s yeah.
0: on, uh, on one of my guitars. And, uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's really, um, and she sounds amazing. It's really, um, yeah. I'm very proud that she has one of my guitars actually. And she's, uh,
1: it looks very cool. Mm-hmm. It looks so, I mean, obviously they are so lightweight, but mm. it just looks, I've never seen a sort of three, three, five, mm. you know, three thirty style guitar being, being thrown around so much.
0: They are, they are still full thickness at the center. I mean, in the center they are, uh, right. uh, you know, like a uh, four and a half inches um, I've, I've seen somewhere you've made the lower f-hole hollow is that right is that is that something that you've done no what that way? is is i uh, um uh, that is, oh, where I taken a fo- is where i i that's where i've right. taken a photograph without a cavity cover on the back uh, right i, I, I see. um i don't want to make my life so difficult um and <laughs> and do the electronics through the f-hole or something <laughs> so actually i i put the cavity cover on the back of the gazaar i see and, uh, okay, so yeah if there is not a uh, when a, when a guitar is in my workshop, it basically doesn't have a cavity cover on it. It's like, you know, when you get home, you take off your shoes. Yeah. I... <laughs> no, no guitars in my workshop have cavity covers on because I'm always mucking around or or it's just easier. Um, yeah. So, yeah, very often if I'm taking a photograph from a certain angle, you can see through the lower F hole um, to the, uh, you know, to the, to the ether behind it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I see. Okay, that, that that makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. Now you you
1: obviously you as you said you wind your own pickups as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the time when I see your pickups, you use like a, a gold foil style. Yeah. You know yeah, appearance. Yeah, yeah. Is that because of weight? Is 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 that to sort of reduce the amount of heavier metal that's on the top of it, or is is it just aesthetic?
0: Uh, I would be lying if I said it was for weight. Um, right. it sounds, it sounds no, i was trying it's, to be uh, clever <laughs> <laughs> um i mean there there are arguments that uh that it sounds a little bit clearer but then if you were saying that you go the whole hog and not have any cover on it um yeah. basically it is because it looks really really cool <laughs> I see.
1: yes that that does make perfect sense it is it wonderfully suits especially the wayfair now so far mm-hmm. we, we' kind of have a, a, only, only spoken about the wayfair yes and the other the other i think you know whilst there are um, there are there is and other shape and bases as well i'd love mm-hmm. to talk about um the the morty yes um, which as as you mentioned before is kind of your tea style yes it, exactly. which has the same treatment as a wayfarer kind of a, mm-hmm. a yeah a sort of um a wind tunnel um yeah Or well, I, I like
0: to think maybe kind of uh refined but not in the way yes. like i've not tried to make it posher like not not refined in that way but refined in the way that i've kind of purified ergonomic. Uh, yeah and uh without being a bit like i don't make if you kind of searched for ergonomic guitars you wouldn't see guitars that look like my guitars um, <laughs> yes, do you know what i mean yes. uh yeah. but uh yeah the morty um uh so yeah, that was, was I, that your
1: second guitar then did you make this after the wayfair or, or no sorry you said
0: that yeah it's my, sorry, my the... first my first uh ever kind of you know full build that kind of actually did kick off the con- uh, the country that the company was a, was a, was a hollow telly, but, which is now called a Morty. Right. It, it's my, um, my Instagram, uh, followers, uh, name my guitars. Um, so the Wayfair was called the Wayfair because it's Wayfair thin and, uh, somebody, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and then, you know, a bunch of people put in suggestions for names and, uh, and then I put it up to a vote at the end and then the Morty, it was going to be the Morty or the naughty. And actually I right. personally preferred the naughty. because I thought it was quite funny, but, uh, yeah, the Morty, um, it is it's it's you know I keep coming back to telly's um i i i I really love them um I also really love you know i I just love the guitar, but there's just something yeah. about that shape and about that single cut um I mean that there are. Uh, is it the simplicity of it? Yeah, because guitars just, are very simple. Like, I try it, you to know, keep them as clean you've... as possible, you know. And like, yeah. uh, if if I can talk someone out of having a switch and out of having a, uh, you know, if for example, a lot of my guitars don't have tone knobs. Oh, yes. I'm it so is, into this. Yeah, because you know, I think most people have them have their guitars gunned. You know, most guys have their guitar on you know wide open volume and uh, the tone on full, ninety five yeah. percent of the time. And uh, so, yeah, I um, of course, if somebody wants a toe knob, they will get it. I'm not going to try to talk them out of it. But, uh, you know, when push comes to shove, very often guys actually are quite happy not to have one. So, yeah, the Tele, the Morty, uh, I think is um, it's like the purest guitar shape, you know, electric guitar shape that maybe there is. Uh, I mean, maybe someone would argue a Strat, but of course, this Tele came first. But yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, kind of my other, you know, I have a few other models, but and of course, each guitar make is a little bit different. So it's kind of hard to categorize everything. And um, but, yeah, the the Morty is like, I think it's it's also the guitar I've tried to price the lowest. Um, You know, I I started off as a guitarist, a a gigging guitarist, you know, and and teaching, and I had no money Um, and I've tried to kind of price that guitar around what I could have aspired to afford um when i was gigging and uh yeah this is
1: this is such a common theme at the moment i think Mm -hmm. for um for people like yourself for for luthiers for one stop shop Mm. luthiers that that they're they're just you're all being so conscientious at the moment you know i'm (laughs) speaking to people like um uh smp guitars who have just Mm. released their um i know fidelity did something uh, similar actually fidelity of yeah yeah, they've done their Uh, light series where they managed to keep a guitar under under a grand yeah smp did it where they um they uh they released a range which was around 1500 pounds lt custom recently did a 1699 sort of unfinished version of of their guitars you really know your stuff
0: huh <laughs>
1: I just really into <laughs> I just love I'm cheap really guitars. I'm really into small <laughs> sh- Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I love cheap <laughs> guitars. Um But but no, it's it's a fantastic thing to do. And that and that kind of leads us on to what you did because you didn't just make the Morty um uh an, an affordable instrument. Mm. You then went on to introduce um relatively recently the Naked mm. Morty, which was your first batch run guitar and you did
0: yes exactly it was your first
1: batch built guitar and -hmm. you was it 10 you made and and 14 sold 9 14 you sold 9 in the first day
0: something yeah about that um it's actually funny like i uh so you know we're going through a a, a global crisis at the moment um with the you know the 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 coronavirus um and i i thought that business was going to go really really down um, right. turns out actually it didn't, um, people were stuck at home. Most people were still earning a salary and actually my orders, uh, you know, really went up. Um, but I didn't yeah. know that at the time. Uh, so <laughs> I, yeah, I, um, uh, so it's not, I, I what really, really kind of gets me going is, is seeing people playing on my guitars and, uh, and getting them out as much as possible. And, um, so yeah, I had the idea, Well, the, the idea kind of actually started off with uh, a very large, um, uh, I'm not going to say the name because I don't think I'm allowed to, but an extremely large uh, online music store um, uh, basically reaching out and saying, if I could figure out a way of making a guitar around a certain price point, they would be very, 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 very interested because they really like what I'm doing. Well, that's fantastic. Um, it was very exciting. Um and then I kind of put some feelers out to see if there was any uh, any way I could kind of get them made outside my workshop and then sent to my workshop and then I don't know part assembled something or whatever. Hmm. And I, I just couldn't get the idea off the ground um, in a way that the, right. quali- the quality still felt high uh, and the price was still it's definitely you know the price was still going to fair. It's,
1: fare. it's um, an impossible thing to do, I think, as a as a sort of one person shop. And it's Stonefield bases did it recently by having hmm. the the bases built in India. Uh, and yes yeah, so that'd be amazing so that they could make it but uh, you know i i know from mm. speaking to tom stanley who does those, that he was like it, it's up and running now but mm. you know for the amount of time he spent going to and from india during yeah, exactly. the setup he's like i'm not sure i've made any money on yeah. the first lot you know
0: <laughs> i think i mean but, i would sorry, want to get on. them made uh i i have an i i have a plan for how i would maybe make this work and let's let's maybe go into it in a few years I'll come back on the show and we can talk about it. <laughs> um, okay. But anyway, so I, I hit a brick wall with, with production um, and then I was kind of having a, a conversation with a guy who was hanging out at my workshop and um, I had this kind of eureka moment of uh, not putting finishing oil on the guitar um, and shipping it kind of naked or unfinished. Um, actually, they weren't, I don't think naked was my, my name. I think it was a customer that said, I'm getting one of your naked guitars and then, that kind of spiraled into this. Thing I, I as being love called. how
1: how much consideration you have in in what your what your customer base suggests. It seems to sort of every other thing that you talk about, something that someone had <laughs> mentioned, which is which yeah, is well, great, you know, which is I, wonderful uh, that you listen so much.
0: Yeah, of course. You know, I mean, I, I'm communicating with my customers all the time, uh, all the time. I mean, I, I can my phone's been been buzzing in the background whilst you have been chatting, and it's 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 customers, <laughs> you know. Um, and I uh, anyway. Naked multi batch had the idea to ship a guitar without any finishing oil because often my guitars are in the finishing stages for, for almost two months. Um, I will wipe on a very 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 thin layer of uh, of uh, finishing oil uh, every day for yeah for about a month maybe, maybe a month and a half. Sometimes I'll wait a day or two for it wow. to dry in between, and then so yeah, that's kind of how I get my uh, you know walnut to look that good. Um, wow, <laughs> that's to, incredible. Uh, is, yeah it's just v- many 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 extremely thin coats and then sometimes polishing it back a little bit and then building it up so and then also when when guitars are hanging up in my workshop for months it's very likely that they can get a scratch or something or, or sure. it just takes up space so i had the idea of um of of not doing that and uh trying to ship a guitar uh, with a bottle of finishing oil and actually they were the first batch was was a bit too cheap um I think in I'm going to do it in pounds because I'm feeling kind. Uh it
1: was <laughs> Wait, have you if you do it do mm-hmm. it in US if you can. The bulk yeah, of the listeners are US. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, they were $1,050 <laughs> shipped in a hard case there you go. to your front door. Oh, oh, that's which is so insane. Cheap. And what you got, you got uh, I gave I even gave them choices. It was you could choose between an ash or one piece mahogany or two piece ash body uh, a maple or mahogany neck and an ebony or rosewood board and i wasn't scrimping on the woods the woods were the same woods that i would put on my customs you know my high-end customs stainless steel wow. frets a hand-wound pickup to their specs you know i mean if a guy it was, was a single pickup right a single that was p90 the, that was the deal. but any position any position you wanted but a single p90 and uh only a volume knob uh and no customization more or less so some guy I said can i have a baritone and i said all right then because that'd be a laugh and <laughs> uh it, it's a little bit of extra money and yeah, I sold um i I said ten that was a hard limit. and as you say, I sold nine in the first day and the second day I had a lot of people kind of toing and throwing. and I sent out uh, four or five invoices to kind of try to close the deal and mm. they, they all came back positive the day after that. so suddenly I had to make fourteen of them <laughs> and uh, which is which is really great I and mean, i'm not I'm not I'm not knocking that at all I think it's no I'm, no I'm, sure. extremely. Extremely happy for it. And what's really really cool is that you know I'm uh I'm, I'm I'm shipping them out now and uh you know one's just been um stained totally black with a calligraphy ink. And that's uh, a finish I that think I I would never do. Cool. I would never do that. And it looks amazing. It looks so cool and you know in I think I saw this was this? Oh yeah, this is on your Instagram. It's the yeah. most recent.
1: As we're recording, you put up a little video.
0: Yes, exactly. Of, of, a, of a guy called and Carl, I, Carl Blackwood. I, know Carl Blackwood. Was I
1: immediately went and checked out that band because I loved his playing style. He's great, isn't he? Isn't he great? He's great. It's See, so, I, it's so interesting.
0: I am so proud that these guys are getting my guitars. You know, it's 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 uh, it's the best feeling. And uh, yeah. you know, okay. in in ten in ten years' time, you know, I will Google Naked Morty, more guitars. And there will be some you know guitar covered in stick. green yeah you know and and that's great and that's something that i would never offer i mean of course some will be finished with it i mean i am giving them oil uh and they can use it. Yeah. and i'm also what and I, yes the more stop the more stop door stop call yeah. by me yeah i am um, what I, <laughs> this is included in each um each sale now if i can uh you know when i'm cutting a right. neck out the, um there's like a, a wedge-shaped uh, piece of wood on the neck blank. And I uh, will try to, um, to well, I, I'll keep it aside for each guitar. And then I'll turn it into a doorstop. Um, with... <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Isn't that cool? And uh, a yeah, yeah, doorstop and a T-shirt and a bottle of oil. And um, yeah, you know, I, I really like to, uh, you know, I, I um, yeah, I, I, it's just really fun, I think. really fun i bet and uh, so you're
1: going to do a second batch of the i've yeah i've actually i've announced i've announced
0: a second batch and they they also sold out very quickly uh much smaller batch this time because i have uh i have a lot of commissions as well and a lot of commissions coming in um i have something like uh i think i have 40 or 38 guitars that i need to kind of get done before the end of the year what Uh, it's 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 a lot (laughs) and i i have two hands (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I have two hands. Yeah. I mean, i saying uh... that a lot of them are started or, you know, partway or, or some of them. I just have to wind a pickup or something or uh, or whatever. But yeah, really a lot of guitars. And uh, hmm. so it's not, I mean, actually the Naked Morty thing isn't, it's not that I need the work, if I'm honest. It's actually just that I want people to have my guitars. And uh, I'm kind of. I actually think the,
1: the whole idea is a wonderful way to expand a brand. Anyway, I've, yeah. I've said this to every. Everyone I've spoken to who's tried this batch build thing and making an affordable boutique guitar, it's like you don't have to do it all the time, just do a few. And
0: yeah, exactly. it's such
1: a wonderful way to get your your name out there and your brand out there.
0: Also, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I, th- I mean, uh, actually, yeah, two of the people from the first batch have ordered a Wayfair. Um, really? Well, yes, well, there you go. Yeah. A, exactly. And I mean, that, that, that wasn't my intention, uh, but I'm, you know, it, it, it doesn't hurt that uh that that happens um and what do wayfares start at the uh, customer wayfares are a bit dearer i'm on my website now i'm actually um i'm raising my prices at the moment because i have i have quite a lot on um yeah and uh they've also been i think a little bit too low and also i've been improving um but in in, and actually let's keep it in dollars yeah. Uh, if I can, I'm going to go to my website right now. Um, my base prices are always as low as they can be. And that's just so the base prices is just one P90 and one volume. Uh, and then I, on my website, you can see the prices of, you know, basically every pickup you can think of and, uh, you know, different trims or binding or whatever uh but yeah they stop the website's off. actually excellently laid out thank uh, you listener. very much you know if you if you, if you want to yeah.
1: check it out it's, it's so easy to just be like oh i wonder what it would be like what the mm. price difference would be if i had uh you know, different inlays of my own face and yeah, there's a yeah. there is a price guide for that you know
0: absolutely and i think uh i mean there are of course things that i've skipped i mean i am a custom shop uh, people write me you know very specific things sometimes. Um, I'm sure, and uh, it's very hard to cover everything in the kind of optional extras price list. Uh, but I think I've done an okay job of including a uh, you know as there's like a inbuilt more hand wired overdrive effect is included, and I have a whole section of fun stuff which is like uh, extra string <laughs> baritone scale length. Uh, but anyway, a uh, Wayfair starts off around uh, $2,740 plus shipping, uh, and that's for 1p90 and a uh, one-volume knob. Ready to pop the question? Uh, it's that around uh, two nine, I think. aggressively with... priced. Yeah. Well, I I I I run a tight. Uh, I run kind of. I, I've I've fought with my. Actually, I'm. I really like my landlord, but I have a. Uh, I've got my uh, quite a good rent. Actually, he might even listen to this. He's like. A, he's quite a big fan of, <laughs> of me being here. Uh, hey, Peter. Uh, so yeah, I have good rent. My um, my suppliers. Uh, they really look after me. Um, they're also kind of really into what I'm doing. There is this, this this whole kind of feeling of goodwill, you know, around around uh, around kind of you know more guitars and there's these customers that are so into it and uh, it's this big community and all you know my, my suppliers are included in that you know they they my I wouldn't exist without them you know uh, my my you've
1: w- said very good things about your wood supply place guitars in the, and woods in, the in Portugal
0: they are I you mean know, their name is guitars and woods I always say guitars and woods in Portugal uh, because they are in Portugal um, yeah. But yeah guitars and woods are uh, I wouldn't. More guitars would be a very different business if they weren't around or if they weren't offering the same things. I mean, uh, like, for example, I, I I haven't checked, but I'm guessing I, I haven't checked for the sake of the splinters on my fingers. But I'm guessing around <laughs> half of my commissions are Wenge. Uh, I'm not going to check my waiting list, but I I think maybe half of them are Wenge because Wenge guitars are so cool. Uh, and if yeah. they didn't happen to have Wenge in stock one day, then, uh, you know, I wouldn't be making Wenge guitars. Um <laughs> and they yeah. they really look after me i mean i uh i actually put in a request for them to find you know a good reliable uh dry uh you know a s- sustainable source of b- b- binga body blanks and they they pulled through i now have a they're actually i i i don't Want to offer them yet? Because I'm just—I've been looking for good Babinga body blanks for a few years, and I have six in the workshop. And I'm just—I—I I, I keep looking at them, thinking what I'm going to make <laughs> with them. It's—it's it's really hard to get Babinga body blanks. And <laughs> really, <laughs> really hard. Yeah. And uh yeah, I—um—my guys, uh—you know, their job is looking for wood. And Warwick's fat- bought it all, I imagine. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, something like that. But they had—they had one last year, one set last year, which I got. And uh, I just got five um, uh, just now, so I'm, I'm very, very excited for making some. Oh, that's uh... awesome. I've actually had planned like to make a. I tried to make like a showpiece build every year. Uh, last year was the the black one that Iva has now, the Wenge one. Right. And I had had planned to make a a Babinga a Wayfair um, with. Uh... Actually, I'm not going to go into what the ideas are because it's it's going to be really really cool. But I've not just not had time. I've had so many builds. It's been a... Uh, but I, I look forward to the day where I can show off this Bibinga. It's going to be amazing. I would uh, <laughs> I'd be interested
1: to see where you use um, the big chunk of Purple Heart that you recently got yes, from Yes, did you see that? Amps. Yeah. I, I actually... did. Well, because those amps are so good. And the one you got was fantastic. We should definitely talk about that as well. But...
0: I am I am very happy to talk about that. If we Do we have time to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, no, no, we've got all the time. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Amps. So he um, he is a he's become a, a good friend of mine. Actually, um, he, Uncle Amps in the US. Yes, Mike, Mike Uncle, uh, really, really good guy. So he he actually bought one of my guitars. He bought um, uh, my to date the only um, one of my, my my third model, which we can maybe talk about in a minute. He bought this offset guitar from me. It's a uh, beautiful walnut uh, offset with a bubinga neck. And I didn't know who he was. Um, he just bought it as, you know, kind of a cold customer, as you like. Um, I saw that he his name was Uncle Amplified, so I figured he's kind of in the trade, so I gave him a little bit of a discount, um, but nothing substantial. Um, and I was a little bit relaxed. I think he 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 committed to buying it just at the very start of the huge corona outbreak in the States, right. and I said, just pay me a, a few hundred dollars now, and whenever you can, pay me the rest, and I, and I'll hold the guitar for you. And that's, uh, that's incredible of you. Ah, well, you know, it's uh, it's yeah. Um, and he anyway, so he he was pretty good actually. He got the money quite quick, and he uh, he during this he said, you know, um, I have customers flying um sometimes from Australia to try guitars in my workshop. You know, the small workshop. I'm actually quite conveniently by the airport so uh quite often i have a guest uh to the shop uh who's flown here and they're here maybe for a day or something and so and the people that buy my guitars take their guitars quite seriously uh so he said he'd love to have an amp in my workshop for people to try you know when they're trying guitars and i i didn't really know that much about him at the time uh i, I knew he was an amp builder of course and then he bought some pedals but i didn't i didn't know kind of how committed he was so I, uh, I gave him a, kind of a brief. Um, I like to, when I'm testing guitars, because that that's basically all my guitar playing is. I, I plug it in, play for two minutes, make sure everything works, and then out the door. Uh, and I like to do it extremely loudly and very clean. Uh, it helps, <laughs> at least for my ears, uh, to play very, very, very loudly. Uh, so very, you know, if you're playing kind of a quiet amp, you have to kind of search for the sounds sometimes it's going kind of search for the buzz. So there's a, a little bit of an extra hum, or if it's not grounded properly, or if the pickups are slightly microphonic or something, if you have to kind of search for that sound, it's a little bit irritating. So with this, you know, this amp, uh, I said, I wanted something that was, you know, is too loud and clean. And, uh, he made me exactly that. Um, and it also sounds amazing. That's, that's, that's the thing. It sounds, I mean, it has, uh, it's, it's totally open. It doesn't compress at all. I mean, it's, it's, it's bizarre how, how little squish it has in it. It's a uh, totally valve, uh, right. 40 Watts. Um, but it's just wide open. It's, it's like 40 Watts. 40 Watts. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it, cause it's tiny. It's it's yeah it's 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 not well it that looks big uh, it, but it also I mean I I said I said that I didn't want anything I said I wanted an EQ a, uh, a gain and a master um, so I think it's quite small because there's not that much going on it's just that's right it's, it's just gone, not very wide yeah I guess. it's I mean, still very tall tall enough yeah, it's for quite all those valves so I guess all that wattage um, I have a what do I have? I have um you know a, like a Marshall um, a JCM and it's about half a size. Uh, like half the width, um, I of, see of one of them. So it's it's a good size. Um, and then uh, since receiving it, I've just been absolutely blown away. E- every time I plug it in, it's incredible. Um, it, and then it actually looks like the perfect pairing for your guitar. Yeah, I think so. Actually, honest. I really, I really, really think so. He uh, he 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 lives near a very good wood workshop. Um, uh, apparently, that's oh, no. evident. <laughs> yeah. So he he gets uh, he gets really good wood. And then yeah, he sent me some Purple Heart. Um, just as a gift, um, along actually with the amp and, and a pedal board. And, and a uh, pedal board. The pedal board looked lovely as well. Yeah, it matches the amp. It's pretty, um, it was a good day the day that arrived. And then, uh, <laughs> but he's got me hooked. I mean, since since that arrived, I've bought a few of his pedals. Um, right. And actually everything has been incredible. The guy, I mean, he, he deserves to be so successful but you know and everything's got a tube in it i mean i have a i have a reverb pedal from him well it's Uh not it's not really a reverb pedal it's like uh it has a it's like a space maker it has like a it has talking my language now it has like a gunned uh uh belt and brick in it Uh, and you can't control um actually really anything about the 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 reverb sound or the kind of the, the the wash but it has a three knob uh kind of uh tube powered uh gain pedal in it and if you really really crank right. and the the chip is going through the valve you know the the the, the power valve so if you really really crank yeah. the the input then the reverb gets bigger um it, it it's a it's it's called the space ape it's amazing i don't think he has any more of them in stock but if uh, anyone anyone sounds listening, wonderfully is, organic it is amazing it's just a warm you know kind of it's to say warm dry reverb uh, but it's 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 really special. Um, he, like, uh, there's there's so many one-man shop um, pedal builders you know, and guitar builders. And I, I do get sent stuff quite often. Um, and I'm extremely thankful for that. It's really, really great. Uh, but I didn't know what to expect uh, from him. And uh, he his his ears are uh, really good. He, he, he can hear uh, something. Uh, it's really um, everything that I've had from him has been just voiced perfect for the guitar and like um really good high end actually like it's it's quite sometimes really? things with a lot of high end can sound a little bit brittle and uh but it's just really well voiced for the guitar really uh anyway uncle he's great this is he is
1: great. Yeah. Attention to detail seems to be a real key part yeah. of everything he does. Absolutely, and, and just I think aesthetically, it's that obsession with woods mm. that, that is something that I thought really, <laughs> really matched everything that you do. You you don't actually do any paint finish guitars, is is that right? Is, I
0: have done it just the once actually, and I really don't enjoy the process. And right, um, See? yeah, when I was kind of uh, you know, I, I, as I said, I've been learning on the job, and I I try to say yes to everything. I mean like less and less now, but a few years ago, um I, I literally said yes to everything and uh because <laughs> I wanted to learn, you know. And uh and yeah, so I took on this uh it's it's basically a strat. It has a built-in uh, tube screamer um type pedal uh and it's got a nitro uh, finish on it. But I really don't like uh doing paint jobs at all on guitars. And I think I, I do offer them on my on my website, but I think I add about a grand to the price, you know, UK. Right. Um, just because i I don't want anyone to do it i mean if somebody says they want a you know a black guitar I lean them in a direction or a red guitar I lean them in a different direction because there, there, there are woods that cover most colors yeah um you know apart from like green or 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 i don't know sure sure blue or something but it's um it's also you know i I'm kind of the, the longer I'm going the the more. Kind of clear what I do is, you know. Yeah, I think it's um, fine to
1: have a sort of vision and a, exactly. a, like a, a concept of what your brand is. And exactly. if that if your brand is seems to be premium woods, that's totally mm. that's totally fine to have that as an aesthetic choice.
0: Also, I mean, I mean, it started off actually from a from a tonal kind of uh, perspective. I uh, I mean, before I was even making guitars, I was stripping, you know, thick nasty poly finish off of, off offenders, and they just felt alive afterwards right yeah i mean and hey, poly, yeah. i've you know and I, I to a lesser extent uh you do a guitar with nitro will feel uh or will uh resonate a little bit better um when you strip a nitro finish and at least in my opinion and um you know all these little uh, little one two percent even no 0 point5 percent i started doing uh, scalloped nuts because it makes a, a little bit more resonant nuts oh really and yeah oh, no. I mean uh, if you if every choice you make is that just a little bit better then the overall result is uh, is something that feels very alive and, and really like an instrument you know like not not like a toy or like a kind of a guitar shaped object or something that sounds nice plugged sure. into a certain amp but really like an instrument you know the same way that that I think uh, you know like a violinist would look at the violin you know where I think often guitarists they'll say oh, I've got a strat I've got a tele I've got a les paul and it's a strat and it's a tele and it's a les paul but they might not see it as a kind of a as a musical instrument do you know what i mean is that kind of yeah, a strange thing to say understand. Um, no, no, no,
1: not at all. I totally get it. You're, I mean, you know, it's it's about it's about making every facet of that to
0: do with its usability rather exactly. than. Exactly. I mean, you wouldn't aesthetics you, first. I guess you would never get a you know a guy making very high end violins. I mean, you probably now there's gonna be a bunch of people writing me, but you you wouldn't <laughs> ever get a guy making very high end violins painting them. I mean, because it would it, it kills the wood. It stops the wood from breathing properly, and that's it's. I mean, I know I'm making electric guitars primarily that are uh, maybe half of them are solid, but. I, I, I don't want to sacrifice that. Um, and and uh, you, you can feel the difference. I mean, it's uh, I mean, I'm going to sound like I'm kind of promoting my work I, a lot. To I, it, but... I do think
1: luthiers who build guitars from scratch are allowed mm. to sound a little bit... You I mean, know, it sounds a little bit pompous, but I mean, thing. it's very...
0: Uh, my guitars, I, I, I aim for them to feel alive, you know, and mm. uh, for them to really... Uh, I mean, like uh, I do, you know, like my, my neck joints, for example are are really tight and you know there are
1: uh, there are some wonderful instagram videos of this (laughs) demonstration dear listener if you want to if you want to see how tight a neck joint is i would be afraid to do that with a guitar when it's got bolts in it let alone uh, yeah uh
0: yeah my my you know the my my neck joints are very very tight and that that adds quite a lot of sustain and uh you know, like, very careful choices, like headstock thickness uh, adds a lot of resonance. And, and uh, you know, uh, the tuners you use, the, the weight of your tuner versus the headstock thickness adds a lot of resonance. And bone nuts are much more resonant than, than you know, plastic ones. And, uh, and it also, you know, even um, the bridges I use, I almost always use cut-off uh style bridges with three brass saddles. I get intonated ones, so they still intonate. And they really, I mean, I, I've AB'd on on the same guitars uh, set up a little bit differently, I've abed uh, this this kind of cut off T style uh, bridge versus like a tunematic, and the difference is huge in, uh, really? in, in in acoustic volume and resonance. And you know if you put your hand on the guitar to feel vibrations, it's a well if you think about it, it's a metal plate the tunematic yeah. Uh, yeah metal plate resting against the guitar's top i guess so that's a lot of contact i exactly, guess exactly exactly whereas the uh, the tunematic is not that and i guess uh,
1: i always just i've always just defaulted to thinking of a tunematic as like mm. that is the best version of a bridge that is the way a bridge should be but, well, but that not, might be I mean, my all, sort of Gibson also, orientation.
0: also it's like uh, the range of adjustment is not very big on them as well i mean if you uh, i have heard uh, know stories of people that have brought you know gibsons into me they can't intimate properly because there's not that much range of adjustment on them you know very know often they, no
1: yeah that is absolutely the know, case with all really of really reasons. often if you look at
0: uh <laughs> if you look at uh even very high end i'm not gonna say any names but very high-end uh, guitar builders using tunematics they will very often have the saddles right at one edge and you'll think you know that's that's not really right there man like you know and that's that's yeah. That's a problem with those bridges. I mean, they they do. Of course, if you're building a guitar around that kind of neck break angle, um, then yes, you need that extra height. Um, but of course, because I'm making guitars from scratch, I can control the neck pocket depth and the neck break angle, so I can allow for use of uh, of of that type of bridge. Hmm. It's really interesting stuff. I mean, also like my um, my truss rods. Uh, they my truss rod adjustment is all via uh, like a hole cut into the twenty-first fret. And actually, that is uh, to get more material under the nut.
1: Oh, is that right? It's very modern. It's a very modern, like it's one of the few things that's very modern mm. about your designs. Having just having the truss rod access at that end. Yeah,
0: but but actually, it's all about sound. It's uh the you know when you when you play uh open strings on the guitar, the sound goes. Through the saddles and through through the uh, of the bridge and through the nuts, so you want to have really good saddles and so I use these very very high end uh, uh, brass saddles and I, I make my own bone nuts, and then the sound goes you know into the wood in the case of the saddles and into the the neck from the case of the nuts. Now if you cut a channel underneath the nut, then you're removing a lot of material that you know the sound could be going through, and uh, so my truss rods uh, they they end. Like kind of around the, the the middle of the first fret, right? And uh, and there's a big difference. I mean, it's really a uh, it's it's, wow. it's absolutely fascinating, and especially with this um with this naked morty batch I'm just doing, I've made fourteen you know more or less identical guitars, and uh, being able to try these things out, uh like like you know scalloped nuts. Uh, you know, doing two scallops, two not scalloped, and then testing ah, it out. That's and uh, good. Yeah, it's it's really fascinating. I um, guess you've
1: never had so many of the same thing there to be no, able to A B. So exactly. exactly.
0: Or it's been it's been quite awkward. Like I I, I made a, a wayfair with an with an angle, a, a connect break angle that was just about okay for both a trinematic and for a, a you know a telestyle. If you maxed out the telestyle, I didn't sell that guitar. It was it was for, for prototypes, but. um yeah, it's 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 been fascinating. I mean, I uh I'm always kind of trying to to better um you know the the and kind of refine uh what it is I'm doing and um yeah, it's really interesting. You know, I'm really uh, i am yeah. I'm I'm really, you know, I think I'm always maybe because I didn't study, uh I'm always kind of trying to trying to learn, you know. Uh I don't see yeah. myself as like a as a as a trained. I see myself as a, as a trainee. Um, no, i
1: guess it allows you to be maybe a, a little bit freer than a lot of trained i think luthiers so yeah are, who, i mean um, the, who essentially kind of follow you know very much sort of well-trodden paths
0: yeah, it's interesting and actually some of sort the of
1: exploring the some of the only know, the negative
0: unknown. contact i've had has been from people that have been trained luthiers basically uh saying uh you know what about the tradition of uh of, of guitar building and uh yeah, is, which has been a little bit strange, because like, I, I think people see, you know, the 330 as, as this is how this guitar should be made, you know. Right. And, uh, of course, I, I I see it as a space, you know, I see it as a platform to make improvements on. and uh, yeah. It, 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 it's, yeah, yeah,
1: evidently. I mean, I am I am a, a massive traditionalist when it comes to guitars. Mm. I don't even like you know new finishes. <laughs> you know, <I'm> like, <laughs> me neither. You know, I, I like things to be re- like from the big brands. Things yeah. have to be year specific reissues. I don't like it when they do decades. That's not good enough. It has to be a year specific <laughs> reissue of something for me to care. But I, you know, the first time I saw the Wayfarer, I was like, oh, this is fantastic. Oh, I, I thanks, think that you
0: I really appreciate that.
1: Uh, not at Thank all. You. I think you've managed to keep the essence of that sort of body shape you haven't made it modern i no. I, I say that as a compliment like it, mm. because as, as a guy who doesn't like modern looking guitars you've managed to make a kind of ergonomic classically mm. um, a sort of classic mentality to the instrument you know whilst yeah. making it very very playable certainly uh, i think you know and, and i do just want to talk about or, or find out about mm. my favorite thing that i ever saw you build as a as a base player first ah okay um, you you uh you i was uh, uh, wonderful to see that you actually did wayfair uh bases but you made yeah, a left-handed like three dogged p like triple <laughs> dogged p90
0: um and, and it was a it's not the, left-handed it, it's actually a reverse headstock oh is it a reverse it's headstock, a reverse headstock. I ass- yeah I, 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 I assumed it was left-handed I, i've actually not made a left-handed bass yet i'm making a few right. left-handed guitars right now but uh no it's a it's a right-handed um it's a guy called philippe he's a a, a rock bass player based in new york really cool guy and um he yeah i i i he, I, I had the coolest customers um this guy he wrote me saying uh can you you know, make me a Wayfair version of your, uh, of, of, you know, a bass version of one of your Wayfairs. Um, my favorite sounding pickup, he said, is, uh, is like a, uh, a, a rail, uh, si, a, a, a mini humbucker rail, uh, pickup right. for like a, for, for like a Strat or a Tele or something. Okay. Um, so yeah. And then, and then he said, and actually what I'd like to do is I'd like to, to, was that maybe my idea? I can't remember whose idea it was but somebody said let's put um three of them in the guitar or the bass and That's... then let's and then let, yeah, let's I'm put uh, uh put some uh, dog ear uh gold yeah. uh, p90 covers which actually... did the
1: the Dogear mm. P90 covers for for bass is something that Seric <laughs> Bases are currently you know making oh, yeah? a mint off of. They've released the B90 as it's now known, and the Dogear P90 by Seric Bases is something that's oh, appearing kind of all over the shop at the moment. But this, yeah, this was probably sorry to interrupt. No, this was totally the first fine. time I'd seen them.
0: But yeah, they they're actually not P90s. Um, they're just covers, and uh, I mean he he is very active on stage um i actually have to say that i i wound uh these pickups for him these are uh, mini rail humbuckers and then i watched a bunch of his videos and he i mean sometimes he uses his pickup as a fret. uh he's he's a very yeah. rough he, he's he's a very rough player um really cool guy i actually um i took the pickups apart and rewound them <laughs> after <laughs> watching videos of him playing live because I, I wanted them to be totally bomb proof and uh I think I've made something really special. And um okay. yeah that's a it's a really cool bass. And uh I've I, I I love bass players. They are the best customers. I mean I also love guitar players but bass players tend to be much more like you know here's a rough brief, here's some money and take your time and get back to when it's done. <laughs> Whereas you know I, I have had uh, and of course this is also totally okay but i've had uh guitar players send me their hand dimensions um and you know wanting very specific nut widths and yeah. very specific uh and this is you know i am a custom shop that's that's why you come to people like me yeah. uh so that's totally fine but uh but bass players i i have yet to have had a kind of finicky bass player customer i, I don't yeah. think they exist <laughs> i don't think they exist yeah
1: yeah well th- yeah thank you uh but what we're inc- incidentally what scale length was that was it a 30.5 or a 34
0: it's a 34
1: it's a 34 a 34 inch base
0: yeah i'm did, making did actually you two... manage
1: to make it balance at 34 yes amazing <laughs> just, just 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 from <laughs> the lightweight body the sort of large headstock i was like mm-hmm. i wonder if that balances at 34 you know it's,
0: it's, no yeah i mean i uh it's something i thought about of course and um I, 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 when I carve my, my, my bodies, I, 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 I'm kind of aware of the whole, um, when I'm, uh, from practice, I've made quite a few of these, uh, I, I know where I want to place weight and place mass, uh, so yeah, it, it, it balances, uh, yeah, pretty much perfect, um, wow. it's good, that one, I have another one, uh, very similar build, um, yeah, I've seen uh, another one, and that has uh, a two by two headstock, um, yes, oh, I and love actually, that, well, it's just been you, sitting you, actually. That that, that that base has been sat for a little while, um, because I've had other things I needed to focus on. But it's it's going to be on my uh, on my bench again this month. Actually, that's a, it's been a, on a hiatus. That build is that the first two by two heads or, or you know? Sort yeah, side it by is. Side it head is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I it's. Um, Again, you know, uh... oversized
1: F holes. I'm into that.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. I think if you're gonna have F holes on a base, make them massive. Um, <laughs> because why not? Uh and uh yeah, I have actually all my bases so no, actually, that's not true. Uh I've made I have made a solid body base, but I also made a, a hollow body uh, P base um that I shipped out a few months ago, and that had a massive F-hole as well. That was a that was a lovely base, actually. Um I think again that was like two and a half kilos, maybe maybe two point eight, wow. and uh, okay. it was P bass ash body, maple neck, Babinga board. Um, I can't remember the scale length, but yeah, it's. Uh, I I love making basses. It's really a. It is a different challenge actually to making a guitar, and it's a, it's a you know a, a, a different balancing act. And um, sure. yeah, I love them. I love them. Yeah. And, and I love yeah. the customers. So please, bass players, <laughs> hit me up. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> now, before
1: before we uh, wrap up this podcast, I do think uh-huh. we've got one more body shape that I really want to talk about. I definitely want to cover everything yes, in, this, uh, do. in this episode, which we did talk about briefly, the more offset. Because not only do you offer a T-style mm-hmm. and a sort of 330 style, there's also an offset, which is, I guess, maybe... You know, offset such a broad Hmm. term, and I don't want the listener, if you haven't seen it, to think that this that means Jaguar or Jazzmaster because it's no, no, it's it's very much its own kettle of
0: fish. Yeah, well, it's um, uh, I'm sensing a bit of a trend here, but uh, a customer called Josh, (laughs) he uh, (laughs) he wrote me um, saying, "Hey Dan, uh, I think you would do a really good version of of this, and uh, do you think you could do it? I mean, kind of." We we spoke a lot about the shape we liked and uh, even what woods. It was a really really inspiring conversation, um, uh, just on Instagram, and uh, about uh, how we would like it to be and the thickness here, the thickness there, and the cuts here and access up here and you know whatever. And I was so inspired. Um, he actually didn't put any money down uh, because we hadn't agreed a price or anything. But the next day I went to work and I, I made I made that body. Um, <laughs> I've never done that wow. before. Uh, I. I was was so not inspired a good and, business practice <laughs> no it's a it, terrible idea actually but um uh actually that, that guitar did of course sell but yeah it was um it is uh quite a small body it's it's, it's a kind of like um it's about a telly in terms of its you know body mass but right. uh but with very different lines and uh yeah i um i really love that guitar and i love that shape and i love how that guitar came out and uh i have actually recently gotten quite a few orders for it's funny my, my orders are always a few months behind when i complete a guitar because you know people um like models normally start with a commission like like the wayfair and then i make one and then people see it and they think about it and then a few months later they order them so uh now is actually when my i, I shipped out that guitar uh i don't know maybe three months ago or something and actually now is when the orders start coming in um for that body shape because people need some time to think about it or they write me a price and then we kind of we chat a little bit and then they go back and they think and then they come back and whatever um actually josh the guy who whose idea it was he he didn't buy that guitar Uh, he wasn't ready to make one or or to buy one yet but he has now commissioned one and it's uh it's going to be great it's uh all wenge a wenge body wenge neck uh that's a trend for you yeah it (laughs) really is uh a maple fretboard and three yeah yeah yeah, hell yeah and then a cream binding and three cream p90s three p90s oh this is and a trapeze tailpiece floating ebony bridge uh, which actually i'm gonna make from wenge so floating uh, you know like a like a you know uh so actually that's not gonna get my my ever loving uh cutoff t style bridge because he. So is that it. is that your first ever floating bridge no uh wayfair number one had one um ah, cool. i think i i've always got a few lying around i mean I, I have a i have a lot of stock so i do sometimes i will fit also actually in on um a hollow body that has a uh has a trim. it's like a big or jazz master i'm making a, a few uh jazz master you know style uh trim wayfares at the moment they work really th- there's a gretch made rocking bridge it looks a bit like a kind of a, like a metal cigar um that sits on an ebony bridge and that's a really good system uh for working with the trem i haven't found uh, a way of doing that yet with um kind of a tea style i actually don't think there is a way of doing it um uh, with a two-star bridge, I think something has to be moving, and then if something's moving, of course there isn't a solid surface for the, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. No, it's it's not my first ebony uh, floating ebony style uh bridge. I've made a few of them, and uh, I, I actually like them a lot. I mean, it's, it's a little bit of a faff to uh to.
1: I, I, I'm a big fan. I mean, yeah. You know, I predominantly play NES one seven five, so. I'm oh, a... cool. You know but 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 yes, a floating bridge, you know, wonderful idea. I'm glad you're in kind of. I think they're great. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. I think
0: that might also be getting a piezo. I need to look at my um, my, really, that uh, sounds yeah. very cool indeed. You did something recently with that. I saw something you
1: had, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really into them. I'm uh, oh, I, me too. This is very cool. Talking yeah, to yeah, me about no, I, this. Um,
0: I well, I'm really into uh. Kind of alternative sounds where possible, and the cool thing with piezos um, is they're you know they're hidden, and also uh, you know the the piezo element, the little uh, you know the, the the raw piezo thing uh, is is very very cost effective, and um, so you can kind of you can buy ten of them and experiment and uh, find some way of kind of so I don't go to Fishman and you know and buy a yeah, like an onboard uh, preamp or something that, that that doesn't really turn me on. Also, I really like passive circuits and guitars I, I i can't be bothered with batteries and it's um so anyway there is a way of wiring a few piezo pickups into each actually i'm not going to go into the secret because it's i i spent <laughs> Keep a lo- that one to yourself <laughs> i spent a long time uh figuring out a way of uh having a passive piezo circuit that could match the volume of a p90 um so yeah there's uh i have this wayfair um and actually i have quite a few more with piezos uh on the waiting list now but the idea was that um, this this guitar has a has a single P90 neck, and uh, I I really love P90s. Um, I love single coils actually. I I really love that there's kind of something wrong with them. You know, um, <laughs> I I I like things you have to kind of struggle against a little bit. Um, so anyway, P90 neck, and it's it's if that's all you're getting in a guitar, it can be a little bit muddy, um, especially you know playing through fuzz or something or. Or there's a little bit of there's not that much clarity um, in the kind of the, the like like the sound of the guitar. So like you know moving your fingers up and down and uh, little yeah. knocks here and there. And so uh, so I added a um, uh, this kind of piezo system that I I kind of designed, but it was through trial and error um, and reading a lot of electronics magazines. Um, I figured out a way of kind of getting. Piezos to do this thing. So yeah, th- this guitar has a single P90 in the neck, and then a piezo system uh, is actually attached. Um, it's very little, uh, but it's, it doesn't weigh anything. Um, it's attached to the under, you know, to, to the guitar's top, but on the inside, and uh, it kind of acts like a reverse tone knob to the P90. So as you uh, as you engage the piezo, it adds more hop, uh, uh, top end. And, uh, That's very cool. It's very cool, and I have. It um, sounds like
1: it's more interactive with the rest of the guitar than a normal
0: Piazza is. A hundred percent, and you know, I've, I've uh... always
1: found pizzos on 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 guitars to be like whilst. You can either really like them, or they mm. can just be this totally random thing that, as soon as you turn to it, is going to feedback all over the place exactly. or cause you yeah, problems. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I set it up with a that that guitar has, you know, the has two knobs, and it's one knob for the P ninety and one knob for the piezo. So right. I, I actually kind of see the piezo as like uh, you know piggybacking on the P ninety, it's or or maybe vice versa. It's 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 there for for clarity and uh, uh, rather. I mean, I, I think the the piezo on its own it's i'm not going to lie it is not the greatest sound in the world uh you know it's 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 not there they need to be supplemented or heavily yeah affected. i mean it's it's it it works it, it it is there to make the p90 sound amazing uh, it's there for for the p90 sound to to have a bit more of like um you know like uh the sound of your fingers as they go up the neck and Little, Absolutely, and just it's that organic
1: sound, isn't it? That sort yeah, of, uh... I mean, it sounds a
0: bit like having a microphone in front of the guitar. Yeah, it's like you're like,
1: listening uh... with your ear against the guitar. Yeah, you know, that's that's what it that's should exactly be. That's exactly
0: what it is, and it's um, yeah, it's uh, it's funny that people I think who I've written with about that guitar haven't really gotten it, but right. the people that have come to my workshop to try a guitar have all ordered that in their guitar. Let's <laughs> um, see, let's see, it's, and it's kind One of magic. Of I mean, you've it's, got uh, to try it to believe it. Yeah, no, it's 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 funny. I mean, it's uh, I mean, also, you kind know, of trying to get someone hooked on the idea of something that doesn't sound very good on its own is quite difficult. But it's uh, I
1: mean, yeah, PSO is not something that everyone's into, is it? It's, it's, also, it's also, I mean, definitely it's, a contentious it's, thing. I mean, you know, they're kind of. It's also not it very cool. I mean,
0: let's let's be honest. I mean, it's not it's not that cool a thing to have. No. Um, but it's uh. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I uh, as a way of adding a uh, an extra sound, I think it's a, uh, I think it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. So
1: an awesome, super interesting thing to. It does uh, do. You know, guitar.
0: if you want to do kind of the, you know, the uh, gypsy jazz, uh, it, it does that sound actually very very well right. uh, on its own. It does have a sound, um, but it's not something that uh, you know I wouldn't want to just have that in a guitar. I think I'd go a bit mental. I see yeah that yeah. makes that makes sense yeah well that is
1: uh that is uh pretty much all the time we've got on uh for this week's episode of the friday special it it has been absolutely wonderful having you on dan thanks oh, so thank much you. for taking the Man, time to i chat
0: with i us. really 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 appreciate it it's been um you know it's uh it's it's uh it's a real honor to to get to speak to your to your listeners and um no i'm also i'm a, I'm a big fan of your show i mean i'm in my workshop on my own every day many 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 hours and uh sometimes your voice is the only voice i hear <laughs> 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 or your voice and your guests or your co-host so it's really yeah, it's I, it's I it's so nice to uh <laughs> to get the chance to 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 talk back to you rather than just have you talk at me through my stereo well no, yeah. thank you
1: so you know, thank you so much it's, <laughs> of course it's, it's it's wonderful to get to learn the the insides of what are such interesting guitars that I really think oh, have the the internet by storm you know even outside of people purchasing them mm. but but listener you can of course check out more guitars at moreguitars.com. it's moAR mm-hmm. um, and also you know if you're not already following them uh, on instagram again it's more guitars so go and check them out because you know the damn I said wonderful updates Um, of of everything he's doing from videos of the players that are playing the guitars to his own little videos to photos of everything that he's making. It's a really informative, interesting Instagram. Oh man, thank you so Um, much. Not at all. And you you. can, of course, catch more guitar nerds over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds or join us on any of the major social platforms without guitar nerds. And we'll be back next week with our regular episode on Wednesday and another Friday special on Friday. We'll catch you then for more of this guitar nerdery. Farewell.